I don't see the big deal in dueling. Yeah. <laughs> why? It's after a while it gets repetitive. I don't see why everybody's so excited about bowling. How did this sport become like a thing? You know what I mean? No, it's, it takes skills. No, it's not only power. Does it? Yeah, bro. Apparently. Assalamu alaikum, brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of Buckle Up. Man, oh man, this is really exciting. Um, so I've known of this incredible artist for quite some time. So then let me just give you a little bit of context. I launched Les Hip Hop, which is uh, Saudi's first FM hip hop radio show in 2011. And um, I've known him, I think, two or three years before that. We were talking on uh, on, on Facebook at that time. And um, it, the, the, their sound of obviously the, the, the group that he was in struck me. And uh, being, being a, a kid from, you know, 80s, 90s, that sound really got to me. I got to know him over the years. Um, we met, uh, we met for the first time at a Red Bull Music Academy, if you remember, it was really incredible. Um, man, I'm so honored to have the one and only the amazing Irshad, aka Jibrish. What's up? Which, which with camera? us right here, hey, all the cameras, All the cameras, okay. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thank man. you for having me, man. Man, it's an honor to have you. This I know you're, you're, you're in the UAE for a short bit, and yeah. uh, you're traveling actually tomorrow when you're shooting this. Yeah. So, you're ready to buckle up? Yeah, so what's the thing? I'd reach here and buckle up? Or? You gotta reach there and buckle up now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're my third episode at night. Shout out to my brother Zero for always hooking me up with the sound. Um, yeah. How you doing, man? Alhamdulillah, man. Good. How are you? I'm good. How's work and stuff? I'm good. You, you're still at the same. Uh... Yeah, I still loan, I still do the show. It's still going on. Okay. Um, you know, the, sh the location shifted though. Yeah. No. I so I moved from Jeddah. Now you're doing the interview with me. No, I'm I, just I, I like that. Like, I, that's like a curveball. I didn't see that coming. But yeah, Jeddah. Uh, so I moved from Jeddah to Dubai, obviously for Fine. my son. And then I'm still recording the show. So I'm still recording the show and send it to Mix FM every week. Yeah, because I've been to your. It's not in the same location. It's somewhere else now. No, that one, that the one that you and uh, I believe OT yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. came to, that was Mix FM. That was the show. Ah, right. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, but okay. Mix FM as a station closed down uh, their operation in the UAE. Right. Sadly. That's what I was trying to say. But Saudi Arabia is still going on, you know. But the operation right. in the UAE right, has, right, right. Uh, has 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 closed down. But man, listen, I wanna I wanna just uh, open up with this one because for me this is the the person, this song, you know. I think I don't know if we can listen to it, man. You just take me. You were telling me 2000 what? 2000 and uh, well, 2004, 2005 oh. is when we made this. Man, sorry, just one second. Mm. Okay, I, I got I, sorry. I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you a question, and I'm sure you ask this question a lot. Yeah. Do you get sick and tired of hearing this now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. For us, man, the fans, and I don't know anyone who hasn't heard this track. Obviously, wow. diligent thought uh, could it be? I don't know anyone who hasn't. Heard, but I, I want you to explain to me your your feelings when you did this track. If you can summarize it to us, not now. I'm talking about back then. Uh, I do. I mean, it's difficult to recall so well, but like I know that we were we were eager to let people hear what we do, you know, and. The, the song itself is about music, right? Yes. So it's just, it's kind of just us trying to let people know who we are and how we sound. So Sorry, I'm just watching this. Maybe we'll put a small clip of how young you were. Like, Yeah, I didn't have facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then um, the, we were very blessed with people who support us. The guys who did the artwork in the video. Big uh, up to I them, I think man. his name's Amit Dabra. He's in Canada now. Shout out to them. And then, uh, um, what's uh, Aswad is there, right? 
Yeah. A bus, a bus, a bus. He's there in the in the video. Nasi came to Nasi was on Na- holiday. Yasin was there. Yeah, yeah he Yassin. came through. He just vis- he just visited the set. It was very nice, man. And uh, like that, that's kind of how it's always been. Everybody kind of just ba- helps mm. hold us up a little ba- bit. Backtrack you know? that for you as Irshad. How did you fall in love with hip hop? Like what? That's what was it? That's a good question. Like how? What was it that? If if you don't mind me asking, how old are you now? Uh, 33 plus 33, mashallah, okay. Al-umr kullu, we say in Arabic. But, you know, uh, how was your story with hip-hop created? Uh, a Maldivian guy gave me a tape, man. A Maldivian Yeah, guy. you know Maldives? Subhanallah, <laughs> I swear to God, everyone has a story. It's incredible. Maldivian. Okay, so we, we'd hear hip-hop on the radio. Okay, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. But then there's this, I remember this guy, he, he gave me a tape. It was a Tupac tape, all, all eyes on me. He's like, oh. listen to this guy, Tupac. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And I'd never heard such intense rap in my life. Where were you, sorry, at that point? I was in school. Okay. No, no, which country? Uh, Sri Lanka. Okay. And, you know, you hear the radio rap and then you hear this guy. And then I was like, what is this? And then um, from there, it snowballed into hearing more of that stuff. And then um, my cousins in the UK, they were DJing. My my cousin Zishan was DJing and he he used to send us tapes of his DJs. Okay. Through that, I got more hip-hop. Uh, more into hip hop and stuff, and then the thing that, but the thing that really made me like appreciate them as rappers is mm. like Tribe Called Quest. Oh my God! Yeah, you know why? Because once I started, once I started learning how to pay attention to the lyrics, I noticed these guys dropping like Islamic references. And yes, stuff. yes. And the thing is, like, um, when you're a Asian, like you're like a, you know what I mean? You you see the Western world as like mostly light-skinned people, but then when you see these guys doing their thing and proudly and you know very, how do you say, uh, confidently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not only that, they were dropping Islamic references, which further allowed me to relate to them. You understand? Wow. So I'm like, wow, they're like a rep of sort of a representation of me. You you know you related way. to them? Yeah, I related to that. That was like I was like, wow, this is cool. I've never heard anybody put Islamic references in an English rap song yeah, in yeah. playing on the. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I say this all the time, brother. Like Islam and hip hop are so related. Rakim, right? Yeah. Like he used to always use Islamic references. Allah, you know, yeah. Bismillah, and, and obviously people, Public Enemy used it. And yeah. Obviously, a tribe called Quest, yeah. and and they know they they all they all formed the native tongues, no? Like with the. Um, I can't. I'm yeah, not sure yeah, 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 yeah. Native you know? tongues. Are yeah. yeah. So that for me, you're right. You're absolutely right. Did that impact? Like, did that? Um, because you love a tribe called Quest, whoever hears you. Did, would you say that they had the most impact on you as an MC now? No, the guy that had the most... The, 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 um, I mean, once I came to Dubai, right? Yeah. I used to like search for music online. When did you come to Dubai? Uh, 2001. 2001. You know, so when September 11th happened, that month I was in Dubai. That's when I moved. In wow. fact, like I was in my dad's house. We had, I just moved and then the towers fell. I was like, what the... Sh- Shit. Yeah, yeah, and I was supposed where, to actually. Where were you when that day happened? When that, that thing happened? I was at home, and then I saw it on TV. I was like, "What's this? It's like a movie." <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, I was like, "I can't." What? You it can't. changed a lot of people's lives. Yeah, like, I was actually. Arabs were living in America. I actually did like, um, what you call it, SLT and uh, what, what do they call it? SAT. SAT and stuff because I was trying to go to the US, but then it didn't work out, and I was like, I was thinking I was actually about to go to this country where things just popped off. <laughs> anyway, that's a, that's a sidetrack. But that like, changed. <laughs> Uh, what was the question? <laughs> when you came to Dubai in 2001. Ah, uh, yeah, so I'm listening to music off of Amazon. You know, Amazon you used to be able to stream the. Really? Used to play, be able to like sample albums by playing the MP3. Oh, right? okay, okay, okay. So I'd go into like looking at 
okay, if I like Tribe Called Quest, who else sounds like that? Then I discovered like, okay, okay there's a guy called Common, there's a guy called Pete Rock, there's a guy called, you know what I mean? Because uh, Amazon gives that reference thing, it allows you to sound, uh, if you like this, you like this, yeah. recommend. So, eventually I found a group called The Roots, and oh, uh, yeah, for them like... Even Azel went, oh damn, with this one, and I go, oh damn. The Roots, man, I had never, this is like, I had never seen anybody like them, they're a band. And the, the lead MC, Black Thought, was the guy that had the most impact on me. Black Thought, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but we love you, my brother. I swear to God, man. Talk to him once. Who? But he, Black you talked to him yeah, once? Once. One time. Wow. But he's dope, man. But yeah, So would you, would you say he had the most impact? Yeah, yeah, because, um, like... I want to ask you a question, and, and it's amazing to have you here on Buckle Up to, yeah. to ask you that. Don't you think that Black Thought is the most underrated MC ever? Not, not anymore. He was. Mm. But after that, I was talking. Um, yeah, that's so. That's his. That's for some reason. That's he was. That was his moment where he's transcended into more mainstream consciousness. Mm. And it's funny that even though they've done music for so long, when they've moved, when they were on the the show with what's his name? What's that show? Yeah, man? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah. Somehow the wider world got, got familiar with them. Then when he had that radio show with Funkflex, people got to see the scope of his ability. Yeah, but that freestyle is one of the he's best. Been, he's been doing those types of rhymes in his albums, you know what I mean? Because this is nothing new. He goes for like 60 bars, like 100 bars. He just does it. It's a test. It's inspired off of, I think, Big Daddy Kane or one of those guys. Because yeah. they used to do it. They used to go at length. And it's like he takes his... Um, Pride. No, he, he takes his... The guys that made the biggest impression on him, on him are Big Daddy Kane and Cool G Rap. Yeah. So he follows their style. Mm. In fact, he can rap like them also. Wow. He knows how to imitate their style. But what does that tell you? That a guy like Black Thought only supposedly got his mainstream kind of whoa, fame after like a really long period of time and he did this and he did that. Does that inspire you or deflate you or nothing? No, no it's just like um, he also made his choices because by being a... By being the frontman of a band, the Roots as a brand name has their own, garners its own attention. Yeah. So he never uh, sort of considered putting himself too much in the front because the, the band came first. They're, they're business savvy. That's why they've lasted so long. Mm. And kudos to him. He's been patient and he knew all along, you know, uh, he's, that, he's as good as he is. They say that people are afraid to get on tracks with him. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a funny thing. And he even knows it. Wow. You should listen to an interview, a podcast interview with this guy called um, Tax Stone. With Black Thought? Yeah, Tax Stone, is, he's in jail now, but he has this sick podcast with one of the best interviews of Black Thought. It's the Tax Stone uh, well, podcast. check that out. Yeah. Okay. He, 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 Tax Stone asked him, he's like, man, do you know how good you are? And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's an honest, yeah. He's yeah. like, I understand that this is what's yeah. how I'm received type of thing now now man whenever people like drop albums and they want the lyrical song they reach out to like black Thought. yeah and if you see he's he's matured into a way i like how his career progressed it's 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 nice to see that you can so he you could say that he impacted you a lot like oh uh, big time i, I mean yeah you see i know a lot about this guy i mean if you were to have a rap career you'd want something like that at the very least are you when you when you say like you're a rap head but when you say are you a, a nerd rap head like you look you like to look at details about when did this happen genius.com style like you know why did he mean by that lyric no i'm like, i'm a nerd about the stuff i like because okay. if i like, like it i want to know what what's mm. what's what how can i emulate it because okay. if i like it means i want more of it so i want to learn how to emulate it yeah that's my mm. understanding yeah. i have to go back to diligent thought for a quick sure. second i know if, if someone would told you right now that diligent thought to do a show is that is that possible it's not uh logistically possible no if we made it possible 
Uh, man, there's like four, there's three other guys to consider. It's I get, like, I get it. Where, where are you guys now all over the world? Like, so, where, like, you got you in Sri Lanka. So we had a DJ, Neil, Neil Andrew. He's in the UK. He, he goes by the name Dolenz now. He, uh, he's in the UK. Okay. Shout out. A, yeah, we had a rap, and the other rapper, his name is Faraz Ibrahim. He's, yeah. He's, he's based here Two Then uh, we had another, the uh, producer, the main producer of the group is called Amir. He's here now as well. But it's just that, um, the idea it's funny because the diligent thought sort of uh, name is, is you know the time period diligent is like 2004 to like 7 maximum yes, yes. beyond that we've all gone on to do our Solo own things, things you know what I mean so like it's yeah. like it's such a sort of thing in the past that it's it's sort of uh, does it bother you when people talk about it doesn't bother me but it's like Alas, move on. Like. You know why? You know why? Because <laughs> it's. I think this is what it is. It's like because the thing started so f high with such a sort of fire, and then it burnt out very quickly as well. Mm. So there's no like reconciliation or sort of a, a con like what you call that man? closure about how you why you haven't had closure yet. No, I no. Think. I mean like as a, as if for you, us, if, the fans. Yeah, I think not. I'm not. I mean, just narratively speaking, if you look at the story of this incident, it's kind of just random. How did it sort of get so much attention, and why did it just pop, just disappear, disappear? Do you know the reason? Just like we were not capable of sort of giving it the sort of energy it deserved, man. Like this was a very weird time in Dubai. It's like. They wanted you to do shows, but they weren't trying to pay you. And then there were weird shows, and the people that came don't really know what you're doing. And then you're kind of a strange guy. And then you have to do videos, but how do you fund a video? And then where do you get your music out? It's just confusing time, man. Wow. You know what I mean? Like that early, that 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 Wait. 2000, early 2000 period was very, it was very abstract. And infrastructurally speaking, tour-wise, and all these like big, big concepts, we didn't know a damn thing about. When you look stuff. back at it now, and you're now here in the streets of obviously Dubai. Yeah. Do you see it like a huge difference in the music industry and Yeah, yeah man. Like I you mean, see these artists Instagram is there. Yeah, now <laughs> now, now it's it's very different and uh, it's it, 40 second Instagram video, that's it. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's just like a different so the the terms that we use to define things have changed and like it's it's all content now and if if you if you if you build a platform for yourself through just generating content, you're allowed opportunities to leverage that for uh, to gain access to things, to gain money, etc., etc. It's a different world now. So yeah. The world has transformed so much in the last, uh, whatever, 10, yeah, 20 true. years. You know? So you, you obviously moved back home, Sri Lanka. Yeah. Um, how is Sri Lanka like, man? T tell me about Sri Lanka. Sri like, Lanka You're is... a poet. Take me there. So, <laughs> Sri Lanka like, How is, is Sri Lanka like? Sri Lanka is, uh, it's literally, outside of Colombo, it's a paradise island. You know what I mean? People, mm -hmm. when they come there, they want to just figure out a way to stay there. Wow. But staying there and having a sort of the type of progressive, high quality lifestyle Bump, that you sorry. want. High okay. quality lifestyle that you want is challenging. Okay. Uh, but if you can make it work, it's a beautiful place. Um, it's got its own corruption issues and all because it's a third world country. But mm -hmm. the people are very smart, very savvy. And uh, there's a very active music scene, man. The creative, there's creativity there, man. I'm uh, like, dude. Are you, you in it now? Half, half. Like I've met some guys who like. There's some. There's some musicians over there that I, that I really like. Um, I, I was doing an audio program. I was learning about engineering. I got more into production and stuff. Yes. So I was singing. Sitting. You know what they like? They're into a uh, freaking techno, man. EDM. Not EDM. Techno. Bro. Techno. Okay. The underground over there is raves. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, went I mean, I'm not sure if it's the same thing as Zero in, in India, like in Goa. You guys have no right? Goa. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like the same. I think they have, they have, yeah. before in it became commercial. I think India now. has like crazy raves. Yeah. Too. So, yeah. 
these guys they like their techno man and like on 31st night man you know what we did we went to this um coconut plantation north of colombo okay. it was huge man gigantic coconut trees we rented out some like uh, bungalows people from colombo came these are friends of friends of friends okay and among the friends are djs they just dj for fun mm. dudes were just it was a freaking jam i'm going to see your mc on a techno beat no no you can't it's okay. just it's very <laughs> and then dudes were playing till the sun came up man i was literally sitting behind the dj while the sun came up and he was djing i saw his back it was like a magical experience mm. i was like man it made me want to dj the, uh, t- tell me about your solo projects you know what you've done with, while you start dropping them when you were in sri lanka right like this where it started no no, no. Uh, so like after the the diligent thought stuff stopped i continued because i i i'm interested in in the craft i wanted to develop further so you're a student of the craft i feel I like i just wanted to get better you know yeah. and then so i made my like whatever beats that they had lying around i'd rap over it i'd get instrumentals online so i constantly put stuff up uh in about 2012 these guys at kilma studios it's not no longer there anymore yep. they signed me to a distribution deal oh shout out kilma wow they wanted to grow me as a solo artist mm. all we managed to do was put out a mixtape but it was a quite a oh, well received mixtape yeah oh, low light wow. conditions is, is oh yeah stuff. yeah so that's that's my my sort of first sort of project mm. um after that you know tracks here and there when i went to sri lanka because i was getting into production because because i wanted to learn that side i made a little project i put it on bandcamp it's called skyreach and it's um it's very abstract yeah uh, and the production is i mean obviously it's me at my amateur stage and i haven't It's so it's it's a bit rough but I did I just wanted to get it done and put it there and say I self produced something. But see this is one of the things I really admire about you and I know a lot of guys that are watching this maybe they heard from me before put it out put it out but they're afraid. You were not afraid to put things out. No. I'm like no, you just actually, put it out and yeah. you just saying now it's my amateur stages. Yeah yeah because a lot of people are just afraid to put that out. Yeah you can put it out man put it out and like um Put it out quick also now man. There's a guy Thank I know I was just, I was just yeah. speaking to him yesterday. He's putting out an an EP now that he's finished last year. And his style has already evolved past it. Changed. So mm. I like bro okay finish this put it up but like from now just put singles man. Don't even waste time, you know. Yeah. Just put the music out, develop constantly and if you like if there's any like MCs out there straight get into production. Don't waste time. I like that you're saying production. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have- Mm. Don't don't just be a rapper. Get into production also. What's the benefit of that if you get into production? Because then, well, first of all, at the very basic level, you'll know what you can do with your voice. Once you know what an engineer can do with your voice, you can think like an engineer and then write lyrics around the engineering. You know what I mean? You can leave spaces where you need to. You can say, "I'm going to say it like this and uh-huh. allow it to stretch." I'm going to apply this effect. You can. You can uh, you can compose with the engineer's mindset. That's on the basic level. Secondly, if you want to send your vocals to somebody else, you know how to clean it up. You know what good vocals sound like. You can make those those choice decisions. Thirdly, like if you want to make a beat, sometimes you can make a beat around your voice. Like if you have a bass heavy voice, you know where your frequency sits in the spectrum. You can say like, okay, if I'm if I'm really thick and powerful here, let me free up all that frequency here and like build a track around that. You know what I mean? That's that's powerful. Um I'll ask you a very general question and I'm really interested to know your opinion on it. Do you think a rapper is a rapper if they don't know anything about hip hop culture? And I am getting a lot of mixed reactions, you know, with this one. There's no uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean you can because it's just a action, it's just a, uh-huh. it's just a performance tool. I mean, people don't know about the culture, that's fine. It's just, it's, it's a rapper, just, it's a skill. It's just, a, yeah, it's just going to reflect in the style which is, you know, judge it bad or good, uh, it's whatever, you know, but if you're a If you're a student, no, like if, if people don't know who DJ Cool Herc is, okay, and 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 you're a rapper, 
it, it's just does that make you mad or does he's a rapper? Because apparently there's a big difference between rapper and an MC. If you know what I mean. For I me, know, I know. you're so like an MC. I wouldn't call myself an MC. I would call you. I don't know. I'm, man, what are you talking? See now you're being like a. No, but see, <laughs> bro, I respect the term MC. Actually, yeah. I respect the term so much. I don't call myself an MC. <laughs> like because man, an Look, MC, see, MC humble MC people don't like, call themselves humble. Those guys call <laughs> MCs carry them. They, they they take the poetry to a different level, man. They're Do you like, love rap? Yeah, I like rap. You, I mean, you like hip hop. You like rap. Do you feel you? I mean, you're in another world when you're spitting. Yes or no? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. SMC. You take us with you, man. Like you take me at least with you. Yeah. So, so the, I, MC, I, consider, I consider myself more of a writer. Okay. An MC man is this. But see, the, you just summed it up. If you talk to all the big heads, they tell you an MC is someone who believes in his writing. Rapper yeah. is someone who just rapping well. You know what I mean? It's it's. It's, yeah, I guess, man. We can stay all along. Yeah, it's like because it's, these are these are abstract concepts at this. Point. Yeah, bro, it's it's like it's like a producer and a beat maker, right? Uh, a producer is like DJ Premier, somebody who really can take you direct to a beat bro, maker, someone who can beat, make beats, bro. I can you, make beats, maybe. I'll tell you, funnily enough, you know who's an MC? <clears throat> Snoop Dogg is an MC. As funny as because this guy, man, he 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 came from the time of he used to rock parties. He'd work with the DJ. He'd it's MC with the DJ. He'd, he'd like, uh, how do you say, uh, hype up the crowd yeah. in order to make it fun. He's a master of the ceremony. Correct. You know what I mean? This is an MC. And then if the master of the ceremony gets challenged by somebody else, they have to know how to like handle that situation. They have to be good networking Which I people. I think you could definitely handle. I don't know. We're going to test you right now. We'll see. <laughs> but a, rap, a, rapper is, a, rap, a rapper is just somebody who's rapping. They're doing the action of... And that's not a bad thing, by the way. I'm not dissing rappers. I'm just saying, yeah. like, for me, you know, there's an MC and a rapper. But yeah. Um, okay, so out of all the things that you dropped, bro, and, and obviously I'll, I'll put a link of your things over here on down on the on the YouTube link. But what have you, what are you, what's the most personal? I know maybe all your projects are personal. But what has been the most thing uh, that a, you've been proud question, of? That's a good question, man. You know what? If you're, okay, if you're talking about personal... So after I dropped Skyreach, right? Yeah. I was dabbling with the idea of making a podcast show where I produce beats and I talk to people and about like my day or whatever yeah, and I yeah. show them like the demo. And I guess I was calling it a penny and my demo. Yeah. Like only four or five episodes exist because I stopped the project. But Why? I, I, I subscribed. That's another question. I'll, I'll answer that in a bit. <laughs> so the last, the last episode of APMD is basically I wrote a verse about like uh, my reflections on my dad's death and that's I think the most Maybe personal so I've, I've, I've gotten because I don't get personal I, I just play with words mostly and concept but that I had to kind of go there a bit when did he pass away from uh, December 2016 16 yeah 26th of December yeah. May so, so you you wrote yeah because it's like that's I, ha I had to do it. It's like, if you can't write about it, then you haven't sort of used the, your God-given skill to deal with that emotion in a way. You haven't never, not even put the two things together. So I was like, okay, just do it. And it would make a good episode anyway. I was like, if I and then I went there and then that was pretty, uh, pretty heavy. <laughs> did, you get, did you get feedback from people? Yeah, I mean, like the guys that were following what I was doing, they give me feedback. It's, the, the podcast needs a bit more work. I might continue, I might not. Oh, yeah, the reason I stopped it is yeah. because... Um, I'm not happy with the format. Mm. There's a the to, it, so the concept is a penny and my demo. A penny meaning a thought, you know, and my demo. So the the, the penny part needs to be worked out. Yeah, I need mm. to figure out how to make it interesting for the listener and then guide them to the demo thing. It's a work in progress. Yeah, 
man, but this is like, I don't know. Do, do you see your, you evolved from obviously 2000 and I don't know, like four until yeah, now? Because I see it. I, I definitely see it, even in your vibe, in, in the beats. Yeah. I see it's very abstract now. Very yeah, it's that, that experimental. I, like I can't do braggadocio stuff anymore. I well, can't stomach candy. I can't get yeah, pukey in my stomach. Okay. Like I like I like I'll do buzz, which are old buzz, which sound braggy, but I can't do it now because it's like. Uh, What makes you mad? Because you come across, yeah, you come across like <laughs> you know Abri. Shout out to Abri. I asked him that question, and like, I never really seen Abri real mad. Like I want, I want to see anger. Like man, you know, like have you ever got? Like what makes you angry? What? Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, real talk. The closest people to me make me mad. Wow. Same, not, not, not much same, can make me answer. mad. You want to believe it? Go check it out. That's what he said. He said same answer. I'm is done, it, man. Is no, <laughs> Where answer. is he? Same. I swear. He said like the close, the family, the closest. That's it. Yeah. That's because mm. I can I can handle everything. I can rationalize even how your psychology is working. Why you're getting mad? I can say no problem. You're having a bad day. But like when my like mom or my brother does something or my anybody does something, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's it like, comes, you know what I mean? It comes out. Yeah, then it's like, then you, you just lose it. You lose rationale, man. And not even them. Like even my closest closest friends, they know the trigger points to hit hit me with. You know what I mean? And I know their trigger points and stuff. Top it, five MCs for Elshad. Uh, so I Black Thought of them. Black Thought's number one. Yeah. Uh, I'd put JD Jadilla. Either one or two, and even though he's not a, a lyricist, he's got crazy flow. Underestimated. Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla. If you see his rap man, that's interesting. Yeah, if you see his. Just not like as people, a, I'm talking about MC. Rap. Yeah, yeah, but wow, people, okay. people don't do that. But like, okay, okay. He's he's got pocket. Like if you, um, the jazz artists have this idea of a pocket, when you when you're playing an instrument and you're just sort of you're, you're grinding with the drum beat, but you're not on it like a metronome. Dilla knows how to pick certain pockets, man. And if you observe how he's flowing, there's nobody that can flow like this guy. Mm. I've not, I mean, I've not heard. So he's he's either one or two. Um, okay. Who's number three? I'd put Nas there somewhere. Uh -huh. That's number three. Yeah. Um, number four. You have to put Pharaoh Munch in there, man. Pharaoh wow. Munch, Pharaoh Munch is. Uh, He's man. very, very is, dangerous with a, the words. This is a real guy over here, guys. He, no, he's dangerous, man. Like he goes off, he comes back on. He yeah. he he breaks the structure. He's mad. And uh, I think five. I want to put MF Doom in there because of sheer wow. sheer um, like the the artist that he is and the yeah. persona that he What is. What is it about MF Doom that has he somehow was able to get only? Niche hip hop heads, the real ones, no MF Doom. It's not like on a. I'm not saying he's not well known, but I'm yeah. saying only real, like kind of hardcore nerds hip hop, uh, like MF Doom. I'm not sure if you agree with that. I mean, that because he he doesn't follow song structure. He doesn't have hooks as as such. He just goes straight bars. Yeah. And he raps in the third person, which is a bit difficult for people to follow. But if you're into, in, if you're an appreciator of word word structure and word arrangement. And, and imagery that comes from words, you're gonna appreciate what this guy does. And his his beat choices don't follow any kind of trend. He samples obscure things. Sometimes the drums are played like a little crazy. Mm. But as a as a as a as a as an artist package, such creativity, he's like it's it's he's unique in that he set a template. Now people try to follow that. This whole idea of masking your identity and yeah. thing, you know what I mean? He's yeah, yeah. he's the guy. He, he's the guy.
and uh, he's 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 just he's just a crazy interesting person to nobody even knows who he is like you can't get to know MF Doom who's that oh, this is me and Hamza yeah. what is that what was that this is uh, 2012 man. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. it's called 6 a.m. we didn't record it at 6 a.m. <laughs> how is it working with Abri bro really like it's yo he we've worked several times in fact you know why you know what I think made diligent thought popular is we did this song called Wide Awake with him. Wide awake. It, it was our first attempt at like a sort of a R&B hip hop thing, and uh, people loved it, man. At that time, nobody had heard anything like it because his voice is exceptional. Yes. And we were able to match well with him because we were bringing that flavor as well, you know. Yeah. So, diligent like us as people, like as friends, we and, and Hamdan, we constantly we synergize, always synergize. Like our beatmakers always reach out to him and. He 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 gets us to work on his stuff and like he gets opinions and we we just chill we just vibe on the same level. He's one of the main guys we've always vibed with on the same level. Always him. If someone went to your SoundCloud now and told you, listen, I got time to listen to one song, which one would you choose? I'd uh, I'd always send you to Skynet. <laughs> Sky, oh, Skynet. Yeah, I played that yesterday. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Mm. Why? Uh, yeah, you played that at the. Just, at an this Adidas is one of event. my. This is one of the. Like most enjoyable writing writing experiences I ever had, even recording it. You know what I did? Do you have a special verse you like about this one? What do you mean? Like you have a special part that, or the whole song? The whole thing is to me the whole thing is lyrically tight. <laughs> you know even the water bottle sound. Take me through. I, I left it in. Like we were recording. I need I to clear my throat. I said yo leave it in. Like it was recorded in. You know I said when we took was the, that here? Yeah, you'll hear it at the beginning. It's like a water bottle song. Ah, the beginning, yes, yes. And I left the grunts in. I left everything in. In fact, I was drunk as well. You know why I went? To, you know what I was drunk? I said, man. What is Skynet about? Skynet is a mood. It's Skynet a mood. is a mood. Like it's like futurism meets the rejection of the futurism and the the sort of contention of the human being versus the corporate oh sort of infiltration of the shit. You know? Wow. <laughs> Whoa. So it That's, is like wait that you gotta repeat that shit, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Does your mind I, scare you? No, the world scares. No, no, it's like. This is my favorite. One. Who's that? Can you pause this? Yeah. I'll tell you why I like that line. It's like, it's like I'm dealing them blows. That's heavy for a welter. Dudes are feather for a bantam. If you see what that line is saying, it's like I'm dealing them blows that are like heavyweights for a welterweight, but dudes are like featherweights for a bantamweight. It's like it's like a diss line, but it's playing it with weight classes. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I like this. This the 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 whole fucking verse of this thing is tied, like with full. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah, take yeah. me. No, I like right. the I like the fact that you're proud of it. Like, yeah, yeah. I because I went in on this. I really wanted to put the energy of. of Did it come contention. from somewhere? Did it inspired somewhere, or you just? Came yeah, out? like I was saying yesterday. It's like so. I wanted to psych myself out. Like I I watched a lot of I watched certain anime that had anime. had like mech in it. And I watched Terminator, and I just kind of zoned out. And once I fed myself with enough of that experience, I just sat down and wrote. Ah oh, man, this is just. In order to record it, I went and I, I hit a couple of shots of alcohol just to get myself like a little aggressive. Yeah. And then I recorded it. Does your voice level, your voice changing, makes you like remember like, oh, this was really old? Yeah, this is different now. Like I don't rap like this. Anymore. No. How do you rap now? What about showing us? Oh, you want to do it now? Yeah, I gotta do it now for sure, bro. I gotta, you know, no, for sure. Can I get some water? Then? Yeah. Oh, we gotta stop and get water. I don't want. I don't. Oh, there's just what, 
Yeah, yeah. I need to fill gas, get you water. Ah, oh, is, is, can you edit out? Like, show me. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure if that works. Yeah, that's, that's new, but it's really hot. No problem. Hot, you get a spitfire. Ah. That's very juicy, bro. I'm so sorry for the rappers out there. I'm really sorry. See, guys, I cannot rap. Hot, you want a spitfire? Look, oh my God, that's so juicy. That's so cheesy. <laughs> See, it's really bad. No, it's, it's nice. Water. It's nice. It's yeah. Bless you. the throat. Yeah. yeah. You, you ready? You're born ready, bro. Um, I don't know. Do you, are you gonna, you have something written with this one or it's... Uh, no, because uh, this is, okay, so... Tell us about the beat first. This is a beat I produced, like, I think uh, this year. It was for a client, like, somebody else wanted a okay. podcast intro. But uh, I liked how it turned out because this is how the... I guess this is the extent to which my production has reached so far. And I thought it'd be nice to just showcase that. And, uh, like, mm. I have a verse that goes over it. Like, okay, okay. Again, this is... Your uh, shad. How's the mic level? Mic Look, we're good, man. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Can you turn it up, turn it up? Turn it out, turn it up. Will it, will it mess up? Yeah, yeah, I think it should go higher. Right, check it out. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I say salam, uh, here to break the calm, it's the jibber. Put your hand away, this ain't rock, paper, scissor, man, I beg to differ. Wise in my stance, uh, step, stroke my beard, do my wise man dance, uh. Intellect prevails, it's a fad, not a chance Slide to the mic and then it's on like romance And sometimes the chopper, sometimes the vans But I'm 24-7 spectacle to enhance with the vision My ammunition nukes on collision In submission to the one I told the devil I won't listen Cut the liquor, then the spliffing and the women But the plot thickens out of hell's gates The hound sniffing and I rise vocal visible Threat to the system, positive to negative Slick to the friction Chain to conviction, forever I assault, bring it broad with addiction. Bruce to your Rickman, you know me, who blows up spots like Nakatomi. The smoke, the shadow cloak of mutant, Shinobi, you know me, the one and only, the raw, ruggedest disciple of the monsters that came before me. Coming out the Middle East, bringing that masala. Uh, chilling out at your bacala. Former and the SP complain it's a sauna. Firas on the celly, then we hitting up Sharjah like that. Mad tracks thumping out the back in the 1.6 liter four talking smack and honeys know they fill us, fellas know they fill us, oh. and we don't give a shit. We dismiss non-believers cause they love it. Like chicken in the bucket, side or the fries with the nine-piece nugget. Coastlaw, no straw, tilt, then I chug it. Style-wise, I rise, health-wise, I summit. Jibber half gully on a mission. Fix the coalition, then I'm on course to maintain efficient. Kicking these skills is tradition. Boy, I've got skill like I'm Santa and a rapper keep wishing. Pat me down before I get on the mic. I bomb with hype, sound barriers broke from tall heights with what you like. With what you like, and if I rap like a toga, it's Greek to your right gibberish. <laughs> ah, yo, yo, some serious wordplay. Oh my. Let's, let's, let's over. You want to hear something? I don't know why. Yeah. The, do, do you really. The, then when you were doing the rap now, I felt like. I felt like a little bit of old jib. I'm yeah. not sure. That, is that right? Yeah, because it's like in between. Word. Yeah, in between that area when you were did, went solo. Yeah. You didn't sound like that even rapping. This one sounded so. I related to that because that's the jib I know. This is yeah. This is kind of in those days when uh, we had just did DT had just broke, folded, and then we were work. Me and Neil, my the DJ, we would visit his apartment and just work on tracks. This is a the original verse of this was laid on one of his beats. So. 
And if you hear the original track, Feroz is does, does my ad-libs in the background. Like when, at certain lines, which he, he had never heard the verse, but certain lines drop, he's like, oh! <laughs> and it's in the recording, which is really cool. Wow, bro. man. It's nice, oh, man. man. Uh, when you were in the UAE, you were based in Dubai? Yeah. Where? where which area? Uh, Gases, bro. Gases? Yeah, so I, did, I had to Is that where you, like, kind of... Yeah, like what's your memories of Gusev? Gusev, bro, man. I had I used to write behind my building. There's like a, you know these huge abandoned parking lots, man. Mm -hmm. So because I wanted to get out the house and change my visual stimulation, so I'd go in the car, I'd park it under one of these street lights, and just like sit for hours, hours, hours writing. Like fuel getting wasted, I'm just writing. Wow. Sometimes cops would come in, like, "What are you doing? Where do you live?" I'm right. like, "Man, I live here. I live here." <laughs> you know what I mean? Then the horse would piss on my tire and shit. <laughs> man, once I went to a Farish, man, mums up. What? I got this, like, you know the saffron chai? I like saffron chai. Okay. I'm sitting, I'm writing. One guy from the Farage came and said, what are you doing here? You need to get out of this place. I'll call cops. I'm like, man, I'm just writing raps. Wow. He's like, no, no, get out, get out. I'm like, okay, peace. What, what's your memories of, uh, obviously, um, I, I don't want to, like, look, I'm, I, I said this uh, to you before. Like, I'm, I've been here for three years. I'm obviously a very, very new, but I have so much respect for people who, you know, um, started it and he really pushed the culture. If someone would want to go back, back in time, and, and name few names about hip hop, people who did hip hop, supportive, your supporters, who who are the names that they need to really look at? What locally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the UAE. Uh, like the obviously, you know, Ronnie Jacks really yeah, jumps I mean, up Everybody there. says Ronnie Jacks because he's he's really mm. he the uh, his his life story is a very hip hop story. Yeah. Um, I would put. Um, these guys, man, Bliss and Abdul Razak in there as well, because... Um, Bliss? For, yeah, because, you know, like, there's all aspects. We're not just talking about the, the, the serious hip-hop stuff. We're also yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about, yeah. like, the, the guys that were trying to, like, polish up the sound and get it radio-friendly. There's something to be said about that as well. So, nice. And Abdul Razak's production is actually, like, on point, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then through, through Abdul Razak and Bliss, uh, you get Aham, because Aham used to work with Abdul Razak as well, you know what I mean? So they're all linked, man. And then Danny Neville as well. Danny Shout Neville. Danny Neville. He, he also was working on polishing the sound and he sort of mentored certain artists. The Edge. I, mean, I believe when Malika first came to this country, he like, she was living with uh, Danny Neville. He gave her a place to stay and stuff, right? And I was listening to The Edge uh, in Saudi Arabia. Right. So From Saudi Arabia. Every, all these guys, man, they were like all uh, building blocks of uh, sort of a thing that people can stand on, you know? Mm. And it's only when they create like this little bit of buzz, little bit of buzz, other people are sort of saying, oh, there's maybe people might come and watch a show of these guys doing the thing, you know what I mean? Yep. What was the first show you attended? Uh, bro, I, I, it's my own show. <laughs> I never attended. Show. Yeah, so we, our first performance was a, yeah. was a thing called... When was the first performance? Where was it? Uh, Freak was talking about it yesterday. No, uh, so that's like a third. The okay. first was this thing called Pecha Kucha. Pecha Kucha? Yeah, Pecha Kucha was, a game, was like a game, right? Where you basically, you present like slides 20 things in 20 seconds. Where was that? It was in some art gallery place, man. Neil took us there. He's like, yo, can you, we can maybe do 20 beats in a like. That was 20. the first show? Yeah, so we did 20 Where beats. Were you guys close. on TV? I saw you guys on TV. On, on like a morning show or something like that. No, we were never on TV. No? No. Okay. <laughs> so we did 20 beats, 20 flows, and then. Awkward uh, moment right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. 20 beats, 20 flows. That was our first show. And then, uh, you know, you know Abud Nasrawi? 
No. Oh, yeah. You know Nasrabi? Yes, Yo, bro, after we did that show, Nasrabi, I met, that was the first time I met Nasrabi. Nasrabi was like, yo, man, dope, sir. I was like, who's this guy? Sounds like that. And then Amir was like, ah, this guy is Abud, Abud. And since then, we know Nasrabi. Nasrabi is a good guy. Wow. Yeah, really supportive. Man, this is, are you, do you feel that as, as, by the way, sorry, I'm taking much of your time. No, no, it's cool. But like, I'm having a really nice discussion. do thing. What was like, when it comes to um, recognition, where do you, where do you sit between you and yourself? Like, I have a lot of rappers, friends, right? Especially in the Arab world, like a lot, and they always talk to me about, man, I'm putting out songs, I'm putting out stuff, but it's not getting the reception I need. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting my heart and money, production, I'm putting everything out in a three-minute MP3 or WAV file that people automatically will chase it next. Like, you know, where, yeah. where do you see yourself in that? Do you feel that you're really appreciated? Do you see some people, between me, you and yourself, I'm saying that, you know, do you think about it or no? Uh, so there's multiple ideas. I mean, appreciation, man. Uh, the thing is, you wanna much, you wanna sort of, okay, the thing is when you're young, you wanna know, you wanna let people know that you exist. That's true. Right? So this is an ego-driven thing. Now, that's not a bad thing. That means your ego wants itself to be affirmed. Yes. So you want to get out in the world and make your mark, right? That doesn't sustain itself. Mm. After a while, once you know that you are seen and you, you, are, you, are, you, are, you have talent and people do sort of pat you on the back, what more is there? So you need to find good reasons to do, be creative because by all means, this world doesn't encourage that much uh, deviant creativity or artistic creativity, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Especially certain places like where we live, you know, where it's more commercially driven, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. You need to dig in yourself and, and create a good reason to make art so you can sustain making art. This is if you want to sustain. Like me, one of the main reasons I got into like rapping is because I wanted to sort of, uh, I had a bone to pick with the way Asians get treated in the region. I wanted to represent for Asians over here. Yeah, you know thank me? you for talking about that. Yeah, yeah, it was, because at the time that I was like doing music, like there was a bit of racism shit, you know what I mean? Like Still you get bounced out of clubs for no reason, you know, yeah. all this, like anyway, I was like, if I can do so well in music that nobody sees my race, then I've done a good thing. Meaning I've, I've transcended the very limitations that people have put on me. I can access places that I can't normally access. And I did, I have. I've hung out in places and hung out with such diverse groups of people because I was able to transcend all these barriers, you know mm. what I mean? So the thing is that does not sustain itself. After a while, once I had got the pats on the back and all, I was like, what's my reason for doing this? Do, do, you, do you reflect what you just talked about in your music? Do you talk about it? Like, uh, like subliminally it's there or straight to your face? It's more subliminal because yeah. if, when I get aggressive, it's usually coming from a little bit of a, you know, like I have bones to pick here and then, and then the aggression comes. I'm, I've resolved all those things. That's why my stuff's not aggressive anymore. It seems that you're a piece at yourself, with yourself. Yeah, there's no, I've, I've dealt with all those things and I understood why I am the way I am. And I'm trying to, you know, now, now it's like, now how do you sort of move with the knowledge of how you are, you know? And so that's, that's the cool thing about going into your thirties. You know, you don't, you, you've reconciled all the twenties rubbish. You're like, okay, if I were to do another decade again, how would I do it better, right? So it's, this is cool. It's a, it's a cool way to live, man. I get it. You know, and I, I'm not, I'm not so fussed with wanting to be seen anymore. Wow. That, I, that was I, different when you were younger. Yeah, because I had to, I had to say, yo, I'm here. Please stop bouncing out of the club, man. <laughs> can you fucking please, you know? Yeah. But now I'm. Um, <laughs> Now I'm more interested in like how I can help other people with their work and... 
it's crazy. That's somehow a circle. We were talking, me and Azero, just before we pick you up about something like that, about how sharing is is important. I don't know if it's a hip-hop thing, each one teach one, right? We have that thing in yeah, us, you know? Yeah. You feel like you're in that mood now? Yes, yes, because okay. if you think about it, it makes sense, man. Once you, after certain age thresholds, you start uh, thinking in terms of family and longevity, yes, right? Because yes. you, you ripen and you want to, after you're taking all the knocks that you have, you want to turn the knocks into fruit that other people can ingest, you know, and like turn it into something. You turn know? the knocks into fruit. Yeah, so like... Write a book, my brother. <laughs> so like, it's if you don't have a family of your own to raise a kid, it's like you you sort of big brother other people or you sort of be, you befriend other people and always sort of give them honest, compassionate advice. It's like, yo, I've, I've been down that road. Try this, try this, that. Just make sure you avoid this, this, that. You know, and that's, that's the best thing you can do with the knocks that you've had, apart from learn from it. It's only when you've learned from it that you can guide people. Irshad, Jib, what's the difference? Jib is the guy that was trying to be... <laughs> Jib was the guy that was trying to be the guy on stage. Irshad is the guy that's doesn't... Is, Irshad is Irshad. Irshad is adapted. And, that, and now you like to be known as Irshad. Yeah, have you noticed? Yeah, I, because I, that I noticed. Yeah, I'm, because it's... And I, I got that idea from uh, two people, obviously most deaf did it. And yep. then uh, Firas also did it. Yep. Firas stopped calling himself Tuflis, he just started calling himself Firas Ibrahim. Yeah. So I was like, why? And he's like, no, I want to be closer to me. When I introduce myself, let them know me. And what is Tuflis? Tuflis is a persona, it's an avatar that's being put... You know what I mean? Long story. But like, yeah, it's gibberish is like a barrier between you knowing me. And, what, and when I'm on stage, I'm behaving a certain way that's outside of... You know what I mean? I love this. The thing is, as you get, Man, as you, as you mature, God, you have to get yeah, closer to yourself. Yeah, I hear you. Yourself. I hear you. I, I, I totally hear you. I totally hear you. Subhanallah, the the way the universe works is, you know, you, 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 I see that in people now, and I see the names that they have, for example, and I know in a matter of 10, 12 years they're gonna change it. Or you like, might, yeah. Why? You know, you know what I mean? Because you, you're feeling like little funky funk, and then you're gonna be little funky funk till like thirty five. Don't make sense, right? <laughs> Fuck you. What they do is they remove the little. I'm just funky funk. I know. <laughs> what do you think of this whole notion of little something, little something? It's a, it's the, it's an American fad thing. I don't know. It's, they have their own fads. It's we don't need to adopt it. It's that thing. I don't know. I don't understand it. It's the Man, thing. this is just. Yo, okay, you're gonna get really mad at me. Oh, why? No, I want to hear you something again. I want to hear another something. Bro, I only discuss what I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yo, man. Oh, oh, give me a track. I want to hear a track for you. Give me anything. Track that's ready out there. Uh, you don't have. You have to do it. We don't want to hear it. I want to you, bump it. You want to hear it on SoundCloud? Yeah. Can you is open it, SoundCloud? Is it on SoundCloud? Yeah. Okay, we're opening SoundCloud. Have you heard? Okay, this one. I'll tell you. This is a, this is a funny story about this one. Shout out to Zero hooking me up with the Wi-Fi. I'm just saying. Go to the page. <laughs> what are you now, Irshad? Yeah, go to I, yeah Irshad type Irshad. Okay. Same way how you found. Yeah. Go to top one. Okay. Yeah, I follow you on SoundCloud. So this one, right? Where is it, man? Yeah, Universal Soldier. This was after... <laughs> this one, okay. I was going to the gym at the time and I wanted something to jog to. Okay. So I made this song. You made this song? Yeah. <laughs> produced by you? No, this is by, produced by my friend Froma. Can we hear it for a bit? Yeah, yeah. Bro. If you want to talk behind us, tell me. Listen, listen, bro. This is meant to give you Hamas. Hamas. Yeah. Hamas, so buckle up. 
keep your mouth closed. What was this? Drill sergeant in the back of your mind take over. I wanna be a universal soldier, a symbol, not a poster, motivator, not poster, warrior, upholder. I wanna race you to the top and jump over. Develop the eyes that can stare down a cobra. Starts with the morning blessing, rock hot in submission. Then it's off for the gym session. Rock, Fajr and gym. Wow. So if you see, it starts with the morning session, Raka in submission, then it's off to the gym session. Oh. It was my gym song. I was playing this and jogging to it. Come on, Goals as you stack the deck Place the bet that you'll be man enough to handle whatever Whatever happens, you've got tools and the temperament We hold a fort down the last line, truth what? Tools and the temperament Foolishness around me, I beg for no pardon They can learn the hard way While I learn to be a universal soldier A symbol, not a poster Motivator, not poster Warrior, upholder I wanna take it to the top and jump over Develop the eyes that can stare down I'm ah. even a Develop the eyes that can stare down a cobra. <laughs> it's just intense words to get you pumped. Dude. Yeah, it is, man. Wow, it is. What has been the most difficult thing you ever faced? Obviously, Eddie, um, after your dad's, you know, passing, I, I believe that's a difficult time for anyone. I, I lost my dad in 2001, and you know, he was for for me, man. Um, he didn't know what I did. That's the only regret I had. Like he didn't oh, know anything. Yeah? He didn't see my son, who's my hero now. He didn't know my wife. He didn't know anything about what I did with the blog. He, you know, he passed away before. You didn't I did tell him? No, I mean, I, I, it's I difficult did. to have that conversation with. No, him? because he passed away way before that. Oh, he you know? didn't get to see you now. Yeah, and that's the only kind of kind of regret that I have in a way. But I, you know, but what 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 is it with you? Like about you? What what the what, most what, intense experience? Yeah, with your case, like what has been the the most difficult time the, reflecting back to it the, as we're listening to stars two things okay this is just gonna sound fucking cheesy but like there was a i had a breakup with a girl right? okay this was in my like 28 29 i was but this thing triggered a lot of <laughs> because once you go down how do you get back up you know yes. when, when you when you because i'm on a i'm on a high and then when you have like such an incident cause you to stumble you have to pick yourself back up and i'm a very cerebral person so when i get hit on the psychological level like it takes me a lot to like reassemble okay. my shit you know okay I mean? okay the cool thing about that is in order to pick myself back up i i acquired a lot of external knowledge man like like i, I dug into a lot of spiritual concepts i dug into a lot of psychological concepts i did a lot of my growth through that then it was when my dad passed like because i went to sri lanka and i was with him i saw him deteriorate i watched the whole process you know that was a crazy experience like I had to stay very, uh, how do you say, uh, detached from feeling. Wow. Because if I start feeling too much, then the, because I'd left the country I knew, Dubai, to move there. And then I was in a situation where it's like, okay, this guy's dying. So I had to maintain a certain detachment from feeling anything. Like I only... <laughs> this was, is the, was the heart? Uh, yeah, it was hard, man. Like the, the, I remember there was, this is a cool moment, like, because he... When, when cancer hits you after a while, you can't sort of uh, function. So uh, somebody had to feed him. So my mom had gone out and I had to feed him. And uh, I noticed he, 
he likes music, but he never used to play music in the car. Then I showed him one of my favorite albums. It's called Buena Vista Social Club. Mm. It's a it's a it's a Cuban uh, son Cuban son music. Okay. I played it. He's nodding his head, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And he's with his with his eyes. He was showing me like I like it. Really? Yeah. That must have been a great and moment. I I swear to God, I saw in his eyes that he was reflecting on like his ship captain days, and I don't know I don't know what was going on in his mind, but like that thing must have taken him back because he spent. He spent time in South America as well. I'm sure you know. Wow, maybe and that like, brought memories back. Yeah, and because that's what music can do. And then, for a person in such a in, like situation, to, you know, music can give you like a, that a sweet, a, like a sweet relief. You know, the instruments and the pleasantness of it. You know, it zones you out a little bit. And I, I was at that moment. I think was like one of my favorite moments of the time because I'm like, okay, yes. I was able to contribute to your environment because nobody's playing music here. It's a With great moment. a little moment. bit of a sound thing, you know what I mean? Just hearing it, I'm honored to hear it. It's a great yeah, moment. It was, it was, I think it's it one of those, nice. uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes we, we go through life, man, but like, you know, like, um, I think what people don't realize as well that these rappers, you rappers, also are human beings. And I think, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, I, I, I've, I had this conversation. I don't like it when we, the people, the fans, would automatically see a song and just skip it or like not to care. You put all your heart and soul in it. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you yeah. put everything. There's this guy called Bukul Thum, bro. He's Syrian. And he he's a Syrian refugee. He was in Holland. He stayed in a refugee in a one-by-one one room. Still launched his album. Bro, bro. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've heard of Bukul Bu Yeah, Thum, you know, one of the best, man, Arab so. MCs right now. He went through, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, he showed me the situation where he was living in. Refugee. Mm. Still launched an album. Dope, mixed, mastered, produced by him. Wow. You know, so for me, that you're right. It's music, as cheesy as it sounds, an escape. I mean, but, yeah. The the thing is, like, there's so many, so many musicians out there. It's difficult for people to care about every single. I one hear of you. Them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, the, that's there's cool. a human side to artistry where beyond the fact that I make anything or do anything for you, let yeah. me shake your hand and get to know me. Yeah. And I get to know you, and that's why uh, artists become. What, what would be what you wish as Jib man? Like, what's what's your dream now? Like. We are in 2019, middle of 2019. I had the pleasure of seeing you again. You're going back again to Sri Lanka. What what's the what's the next like six seven months now for you? Like, I wanna just uh, so I'm I wanna transform, man. I wanna I wanna because uh, you were saying yesterday like yesterday about how people need to stick with something for a long term and you respect that, and that's that's true. But I I don't stick like I don't stick with one thing. I I believe I can learn anything and, and get to a competency at anything. So I always learn things that allow me to become more holistically powerful. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, I've got a writing ability. I started off as a drawing person. I used to draw. Then I've got a writing ability. I know a bit of audio engineering. Now I'm going to learn a bit of video, video like a video editing. And I want to just become a better content creator. And then I want to apply it to somebody else's business or something because I want to merge my, my skill into something more commercially sound and stable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, f I want to think practically now because I think the next seven years of the world is going to be very, very hectic based on what I've seen. But you're still dropping something in the next few years? Like, or... I might, like, what, I, what I'm more interested in is for my, for my friends to, like, my, my guys, Amir and them who make beats, I want mm -hmm. them to, like, sort of produce their own beat tapes okay. and stuff. Okay, okay, Because okay. I feel like they, they're, like, un a little bit unsung they're like unsung heroes in this whole thing, you know. They're yeah. some of the most talented beat makers I've ever seen, ever heard, in this region, and they should have their own projects out, and they should have their own treatment, you know. I agree. Um, I think, uh, the, yeah, you're. I mean, absolutely right about that. Um, listen, man, I think we could spend 
two or three hours with you. Such a <laughs> such an incredible, humble guy. Um, <laughs> I would just my my request is a little bit um, selfish. I really want you to drop something, man. Like I want you to, because for me it's more educational as well. You said you want to give back to the community, and I think now you now mean especially like, especially like a project. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. Like especially now, man. There's a lot of rappers. You talk about your city, Dubai, the region. Um, it's really flourishing with rappers because it's not the same obstacles you guys had in the of back. Of course, yeah, yeah. Now you can just do thing anywhere, really, and you know. You, it, it's must maybe a bit easier, but there's a lot of, I'm talking quantity, there's a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. it's very hard sometimes to clutter, like to differentiate who's what, who's what. Yeah. Everyone is self-expressing themselves, which I like, I love that. Yeah. Um, no, no one no one out there need to tell you to stop doing what you're doing, even if no one really believes in it. Yeah. You know, I get hit all the time by people, yo, check out my music, man, please check out my music. And sometimes I don't feel it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't feel. <laughs> yeah. but, but that doesn't mean that you need that to stop. That doesn't mean stop. Yeah, that doesn't mean stop. That's that means, my. That's that my means point. find somebody who pe- feels it, or if, if people, yeah. nobody's pull, feeling it, then improve. Yeah. yeah, 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 big time. And this is something I struggle with, man. There's this guy rapper in Saudi. He actually had a verse saying, mm. "All you guys, your dream is to make it on Le Hip Hop on Big Hass's show. My dream is further." I got him after that beat. I got him on the show. Because of that verse, that's a profound uh, thing to say. I liked it. I, I kind of like. It's true. Why you wanna? Why you wanna put your dream up to my? Like, like that's the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Such, don't reach yeah, exactly. Don't don't. Uh, like fuck the bar, bro. Don't like, follow anybody's sh- bar. Yeah. Destroy like, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, make your yeah. own bars and stuff. Any last words you'd like to say, man? On buckle up and uh, you know. Nothing, yo, just like, uh, thank you for having me mostly. And, and yo, Israel, man, long time. How are you, bro? Are oh, you okay? <laughs> After an I, hour? Yeah. How long do you know this guy? Because I was like, I, we're I doing gibberish. Like, oh! But like, I, he used to, I remember. I think, I, I think the first time I probably bumped into you must have been Kilmer. Must be Kilmer. Yeah, yeah he, he plays guitar. Yes, because you won that show, that, that talent competition. You won a show? Like a talent I know, competition. That was well ago, but I think I was there just helping out Amir with like some guitar drums. Right, right. Okay, quickly. Who are the people you're listening to right now? Who, what can we find on your MP3 player phone? Uh, so, I basically follow YouTube channels that upload vinyl and stuff. Oh wow! Okay. Because I don't have Spotify in Silicon right now. But what I'm into is like. Uh, There's no Spotify in Silicon. Uh, there, there is, but it's like a hassle to get. So I'm, I'm into mostly like. 80s. I'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah, I'm into like 80s music, like. This is, there's a genre of 80s music called uh, boogie music. Boogie music? Or, or post-disco. Of course. Because You're into it, that? Yeah, because it's like... It's, Do you see Ershad listening to that? Yeah, because you know why? It's the it's the time period where the, the synthesizers from Japan and Germany or whatever are coming to America, but the jazz musicians and funk musicians are moving to synthesizers. So it's the synergy of jazz and funk with the synthesizer at the first... And ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. That's the kind of that's the kind of buckle up we had. Oh my god, you said some words. I swear to God, you took me to another zone. I'm gonna go over the whole thing right now. Google Google post disco, bro. Post disco. It's very funky and it's kind of popish. But bro, if you see what they're doing with the synthesizers and the drum machines, and it's all drum. It's 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 the first time. Give me a band. Post disco. Uh, Do I YouTube post disco? You can no. Yeah, put boogie music. Boogie. I know boogie. We're pulling out boogie, boogie music. Okay. Uh, boogie. Put boogie. Eighties. Eighties. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're googling. I'm not driving, by the way, you guys. No, no, no. You know, I'm in a yeah, Khadamat yeah. area. Khadamat area. What's <laughs> a Khadamat area? Oh, there's like a service lane. Service. See, I'm not driving. Doug, okay, okay, you should really. listen to this. Man, like yeah, and yeah, subscribe yeah. the channel, you guys. We will listen to this and. So um, it's this type of stuff. But Khashif. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. these are all like... Kashif? You know Kashif? Ah, oh, this won't be good, shit. <laughs> wait, wait, we're, look, we're looking for that. Okay, you know, yeah, you know Damn Funk? Yes. Damn Funk's music yes. is inspired off that era. So if you like Damn Funk, you're gonna find more of it in that. I should just know what you mean, like... Uh, if you like this... You're listening to this kind of stuff now. Yeah, it's good. Just and it's it's wholesome. It doesn't mess with your brain. Nobody's swearing in your ear. And it's got all the elements. It's got the music as well. <laughs> Yo, man, thank you so much for. I want to thank you. No Say problem. your social media right here. It will appear right here. You know, Azar will put it right here. Just get me on Instagram at uh, Irshad underscore Jib. Just find me on Instagram, man. That's oh, it. combining the best words. Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, Irshad Jib, what do you do? I just put the word. I don't know anymore, man, social media. Okay, my last question. Yeah. If the band, if the group is listening to you right now, yeah. what would you tell each one separately, 10 seconds message each? Who, my guys? Yeah, like Toothless, what would you tell them? Tooth, pick up your phone. <laughs> okay. Uh, Amir, uh, Amir and Omar, man, you guys do the Dutch Millie project. And Neil, bro, we need to see you, man. I need to come to England and like hang out with you. You need to show, show me your ends. That's it, man. Diligent thought in the UK. How about that? That would be nuts. <laughs> Diligent thought in Dubai would be nuts too. I guess, man. If I, show, I, show, I showed if you that doing. clip, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Are you open to do that? Just say yes or no. I'm down I'm if the guys are down and it's going to be easy. But if it's going to be hectic for everybody... Ladies and gentlemen, that's how we end the Diligent Thought in Dubai. Coming to you real soon. Thank you so much. Like and subscribe. Buckle up. Thank you so much for your time. Amen. Thank you, Azarel. Peace and love. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace, guys. The buckle up with Irshad, aka Gibberish, or be was known. Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> Peace and love, guys. Buckle up at night with Gibberish Irshad. Sup, 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 sup. How did it go? It was very nice, man. Uh, we long drive, good thought, good, good thoughts. Yeah, it was very nice. Late night stuff is always good. Thank you for your time. Have a beautiful, beautiful flight. Thank you, man. Flying up in a couple of hours Tomorrow. or a few hours. Yeah. Buckle up soon. <laughs>